Welcome, boys and ghouls, to Spooky Book Reports. <laughs> Welcome to the Forkin' Show. Welcome to the fucking show. <laughs> Welcome to Spooky Book Report, episode 001. Episode 101, season 1, episode 1. Season 1, episode that's how, 1. That's how they do it in showbiz. <laughs> that's showbiz, baby. So, uh, this is a show where we read uh, Goosebumps books, and we write a book report on it, and then we talk about it. Um, this has been like, how many years have we been talking about doing this? It's been a long time. I've had these books that you sent me for at least a year. Yeah. Yeah. I know that I sent candy with it too. And I know you definitely ate that long ago. <laughs> I forgot about the candy. So obviously it was a long time ago. <laughs> I think I sent you like three things of peachos. Oh. And, I... <laughs> and then I just ate them and I just put the books in the bookcase. Yeah, I forgot about them. That was that was that was my my uh, plan all along is to get you to send me candy. Because <laughs> because you're the fattest boy alive. <laughs> that shut up. You are. <laughs> yeah, but it's that's why I can say it is because I'm also fat. <laughs> Ask my mom; she'll tell you. <laughs> She's the meanest of all. She calls you fat all the time. <laughs> got a little fat haven't you <laughs> oh jake you've gained weight <laughs> you put on a few pounds <clears throat> yeah anyway enough about how fat you are <laughs> let's talk about goosebumps every, so every child's favorite book series yeah i remember when i read these as a kid these were actually like scary yeah i can see how they'd be spooky because he's just like full of like building up a scary situation and then he's just like oh wait no it was cobwebs it wasn't ghosts <laughs> yeah right <laughs> yeah, well actually it was plenty a, of that. it was a bowling ball not a head <laughs> <laughs> yeah right but, uh so so today's goosebumps that we read is uh it's number 37 we probably should have started at number one but yeah, but it's, how do you, it's hard to find them They're, yeah it's surprisingly hard to find goosebumps books yeah so we're starting at number 37, which is the Headless Ghost. Um, so on the back, it says they've got a real head start. Everyone knows about Hill House. It's the I biggest tourist attraction. There. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice Heads. try, you fucking lunatics. Got a head start. <laughs> or like a no head start. <laughs> yeah, like a headless fart. Oh, good one. <laughs> uh, it's the biggest tourist attraction in town. That's because it's... Haunted. Haunted by a ghost of a 13-year-old boy, a boy with no head. So that's, like, basically the, uh, the premise of the book. Of this <laughs> stupid, stupid idiot book. Of this stupid, terrible book. <laughs> this horrible book that was written for children, but that two 30-year-old adults are reading now. <laughs> yep. And we're going to let you know all about it. 
Yeah, and uh, actually, as part of Spooky Book Report is that we do um, fill out a book report. Uh, we have both generated um, the same uh, book report that's blank, and we uh, re- fill in all the required fields. And I'm going to grade yours when we're done, you piece <laughs> okay. of shit. I'm going to grade yours. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell yeah, you right, right now, you got an F+. plus. <laughs> Yeah, you can't grade it because you don't know how to read. <laughs> I read this whole... Well, my fiancé read this book to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have her grade you and she'll give you an F+. I can tell you right now that she already hates you. <laughs> she already hates you because of all the stuff I told her about you. <laughs> she already hates you because you're skinnier than I am. <laughs> So this is a book about two godless little monsters that Dwayne and uh, Stephanie. Dwayne and Stephanie, these horrible, horrible children. Um, they call themselves like the twin ter- te- twin terrors, twin, something like yeah, that. Yeah, twin terrors. Yeah, which is shamefully close to the twin towers. Nine <laughs> eleven. Yeah, come on. I mean, <laughs> have a little tact. Let's let's call them. The shitbirds of Wheeler <laughs> Falls. <laughs> Just to be more politically correct. <laughs> Wheeler Falls most wanted. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so uh, Stephanie and Dwayne, they apparently they look similar enough, and that's why they call them the Twin Terrors. They have brown hair and brown eyes, and yeah, that's their only look, distinguishing features. They both look like little girls. <laughs> They're both stupid little girls. <laughs> Um, and they call themselves the Twin Terrors because they go around Wheeler Falls and uh, their intent is to, like, scare people and, like, I don't know if it's, like, a Nazi regime and, like, they want to keep people in their place. But they go around and scare people. They uh, scream into people's open windows, <laughs> throw rubber spiders on children. Um, Gets them out of bed every every night. <laughs> this poor little man that has arachnophobia, they throw rubber spiders on him while he's asleep in bed. I imagine he's a chubby little boy. <laughs> he's probably fat and ugly. and <laughs> That's why they and choose him to pick on. <laughs> and, uh, and then they also, it talks about how they put, like, gross things in people's mailboxes, which is a federal offense. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> they go and put, That's like, dead it... chicken bones. Well, obviously... The chicken's dead if you're putting the bones in the box. But I hope it's Chicken dead. bones. And, yeah, it's dead, all right. <laughs> oh, you, you bet your sweet ass it's dead. You better dead. believe it's dead. <laughs> it's not an alive chicken bone. <laughs> it's a dead one. <laughs> Man, that would be spooky. Oh, yeah. You're telling me if there was <laughs> no, a live I, chicken bone? There was live chicken bones in there. <laughs> You're expecting a package, and it's live chicken bones instead. <laughs> okay, so uh, then one day Stephanie has this bright idea that she wants. So there's this house. It's called Hill House. It's up on a hill, and it's supposedly haunted. And they do tours of it. Um, and I can actually just like read this little ips- uh, ins. The f- fuck word am I looking for? Words. This this page. Blurb? <laughs> this I can read this word. <laughs> I can read this group of words. <laughs> Not well. Um, 
Okay, so Hill House is 200 years old, and it's been haunted practically from the day the stones were gathered to build it. A young sea captain built the house for his new bride, but the day the big house was finished, the captain was called out to sea. His young wife moved into the huge house all alone. It was cold and dark, and the rooms and hallways seemed to stretch on forever. For months and months, she started out, she started, stared out their bedroom window, the window that faced the river, waiting patiently for the captain's return. Winter passed, then spring, then summer, but he never came back. The captain was lost at sea. One year later, the sea captain disappeared. A ghost appeared in the halls of Hill House. The ghost of the young sea captain had he had come back from the dead back to find his wife blah 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 blah. so he wanders the halls moaning for annabelle um and then later it goes on to say that this other family buys the house and uh this little shit named andrew uh is 13 years old and he lives in the house ruining um his parents lives and he goes into one room to find the sea captain's ghost and the sea captain pulls the little shit's head off and hides it in the house now the little boy apparently haunts the house um, looking for his head. And that's, like, what's the main horror of it all, I suppose. Yeah. So, I do have one question. Do you believe in ghosts? <laughs> uh, no, I don't. I don't believe in ghosts. I ain't scared of no ghosts. Because <laughs> they ain't real. Yeah. Have you ever seen a ghost? No, I've never seen one, but I'm also like, you know, when you watch like, like I've been playing Doom Eternal um, on the PlayStation, which is really fun, but you're like fighting all these things from hell or whatever. And then I go to bed and I just sometimes look around and I'm like, is there anyone else here? You know, not that I like think that anybody's there or not. But I when just... it's in the back of your head, it's just like it spooks you out. Yeah, right. So, I'm not, like, saying that ghosts don't exist. I don't have any proof that they do or they don't. I probably have more proof that they don't. Right. But I, it's, I'd be all right if they did. Right? It's, like, one of those things where, like, I kind of do want to see one just so that, like, I know. Yeah, right. Because it'd be scary, but it'd be cool. Yeah. Because you just have this other experience. And you're like, oh, the dead do roam. Yeah. And then, you know... You, like, tell people about it, and then they just think you're wacky, you know? Yeah, that's true. Most people who tell those stories are wacky. No, that, and that's, like, always kind of, like, the discrediting point about ghost stories is that it's always somebody who's, like, literally up in the night, like, just absolutely crackers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's true. So, so you, anyway. You know you know what I like about the, the story... I'm listening. It's like, what a, what an awful thing to do. You you pull this kid's head off as if that wasn't bad enough. Then you hide it. <laughs> <laughs> you hide it from. It's like it's like when you when you steal a little kid's nose and you're like, I got your nose. But then just imagine stuffing it up it. your ass, <laughs> like putting it up in like the highest cupboard or something, so they could never get their nose. <laughs> It's like, you know, this kid's already dead, right? So his corpse is laying there headless, and you're just like, he'll never find his head. It's like, he's dead, but, like, by a really gruesome way. You just grabbed him by the head and, like, twisted his head off. Yeah, right? And then you put it in a hidden room. Yeah, I, oh, I kind sorry, of imagine... spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> we haven't got there yet. Uh, but, like, 
I just kind of pictured like some guy with his feet on this kid's shoulders as he's tugging on this kid's head, <laughs> trying to pull it off. And then like once the kid's dead, he's like, give it back. And he's just like, Nyah! and just runs <laughs> he's, off. Eat <he's>, shit. <laughs> you, you picture like Waluigi with his long skinny legs and he's running yeah. down the hall, like finding a place to, like looking around everywhere. And the kid's head is like looking at him and he's like, hey, you son of a bitch. Give me my head back. That's my head. <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> Okay, well, so uh, in the Hill House, apparently they do uh, tours of the building. And so they have these two twin terrors have um, like these. Apparently they go to this Hill House so often because they're so godless uh, (laughs) that they like have their favorite tour guides or whatever. And one of them's named Otto and the other one's named Edna, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, those are their favorites. Yeah, so those are their favorites. And so they... They get this bright idea one night that they're going to go to Hill House after hours. Um, and then they're going to go around and look for this kid's head because the house is so vast and large that they obviously haven't seen the entirety of it. Only where the tour guides take them. And they think that it's a great idea to break off of the tour guide group and go and look for this kid's head. So they do that. They are out one night throwing spiders on a uh, rubber spiders on a poor ugly fat boy while he's trying to sleep and then they decide to go to the hill house um and while they're there they break off from the so there's like a group and it's all probably teenagers but it said that they're the only kids right so they're the only kids that are in this group and they go through the tour and they're marching along with their stupid favorite stupid idiot tour guide big fat auto (laughs) big fat bald stupid auto and uh and they're like they so they go upstairs and then as the group is going back downstairs they break off and they're like searching through rooms and actually one thing that i will give mr uh stein is that he does do a good job of like building suspense in this like he doesn't drag it on that much but he does a good job of like kind of leaving a little bit unknown like you know it'll be like and then this like thing rolled out and the eye sockets were so deep or whatever and black and yeah spooky and spooky (laughs) um yeah and it's whatever and they go into like this room that that they suspect is was andrew who is the ghost's room and there's like these bowling pins or whatever and they they see this thing and they think it's a head and they pick it up and it's real a very tense moment and it's actually a bowling ball from <laughs> yeah, bowling pin makes it a very tense moment like they're both terrified they're like oh we found the head and then like when they they even like go to pick it up yeah and they still think it's the head and then it rolls across the room and then they pick it up and they're like oh it's a bowling ball I don't really see how, if you're a normal person, a normal human person, how you could mistake a wooden bowling ball for a human head. Even stupid little kids. How can you not? It's like heads heads aren't perfectly round and made of wood. <laughs> you dumbass. You should know better. <laughs> you deserve to get your head pulled off by a ghost if yeah. you think that a bowling ball looks like a head. All right. 
And then, and then they go into another room and like another tense moment happens. I can't remember what happens in the second one, but like, I think it's the cats, right? Oh yeah, they see, yeah, they see the yellow eyes, and then it's a real tense moment. It's like, oh, we found the ghosts, we found them, and then, oh, it's cats. Yeah, right. What are, what are cats doing up here? Who in this room that's closed off? Like, how do they? Yeah, how right. did that happen? So like, my question is like, they have this like house and it's obviously big right and they're giving tours of it but they have all these feral cats in these <laughs> random rooms of the house right what kind of cats, shit is that cats wouldn't stand for that no cats like to be fed <laughs> yeah exactly yeah and then the other tense moment is like so they're in like an upper room in this house and um they're like walking through and they get lost or whatever and then they get like trapped and they feel like all this like things or whatever and it turns out to be cobwebs yeah it's like and i felt his hands around my neck tightening and tightening and then it's like yeah. oh it's cobwebs but i mean he, he makes it tense but yeah it's cobwebs cobwebs don't tighten around your neck <laughs> yeah they they just get on your neck yeah and it sucks they balls they don't choke you yeah. Oh, I guess the one thing I did forget to mention is that, like, within this group, when they were touring it, there was, like, they did notice one other kid, and he was, like, dressed all in black, and he was staring at him very intensely, right? And so, before they broke off, they saw this kid. And so, then they go through, and they have, they, those idiots, those dumbass idiot little kids mistake a head for a bowling ball and get scared by cats and cobwebs, and then... They're kind of like freaking out because they can't find an entrance, and Otto basically comes up and saves the day. He finds them. He's like, "Oh, where are my two favorite people?" And it's like, of course he's gonna notice they're missing the two kids. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, he finds them, and then they leave. Yeah. And that's not the whole story, but that's like the that's like a big building the, point, right? Yeah, yeah. So there's a so, lot of build up for yeah. So they leave, and as they're walking out, uh, they, like, hear in the bush there's something that says, like, did you find my head? And it's like, what the hell? Right? And then at that same moment, that kid that was, uh, like, staring at him comes up and starts talking to him. And he, we find out that his name is Seth? Seth, is Seth? yeah. Nasty yeah. common name. Yeah, what a horrible name <laughs> for a kid. I swear, I prefer Dwayne Comac if I'm searching for a name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that one actually isn't that bad. Dwayne Comac. It's pretty good. <laughs> he's got a hilarious name. Yeah, he's got Marelle a hilarious name. Stein's really good at giving funny names to little kids. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so Seth, he goes, oh, I, you know, I went and explored the house because the Night Watchman... Uh, fell asleep or whatever so I went in this back door and I saw an actual ghost slide down the banister and he had like bright red eyes or whatever telling some some story yeah spinning the yarn and they're like okay so we'll meet here tomorrow night whatever 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 um, yeah and so they basically break off and they go home and Dwayne Comac talks about how nervous he is about going to the house or whatever the next night because they're going the next night at like midnight meet at the back porch or something like that mm -hmm. yeah so all day he's scared mm -hmm. this, this kid who is the twin terror but he can't take ghost stories yeah, he, so he's scared he all day 
He's too scared to walk around an empty house. <laughs> yeah, what a wuss. <laughs> but he doesn't want to admit to Stephanie that he's a right. that he's a pussy. <laughs> that he's a stupid. So he climbs out stupid the, idiot. He climbs out the window and goes over to Hill House at midnight the next night. Right. So they all meet up or whatever and they meet up with Seth and and this whole time what we didn't really mention is that they're all like the two twin terrors are always trying to like pull pranks on each other like trying to scare each other or whatever and then not that that's like necessarily in a big part of the story but it's something that I wanted to like talk about because it's so stupid that they build the suspense about you know this kid's like oh my gosh I see it or whatever and then like the other person gets scared and yeah it, it it's whatever so they meet up with Seth and Seth tries to scare the shit out of him is the point that I was trying to make that's like the first <laughs> thing that I remember when they meet up the first thing he does that little bastard what a twat <laughs> so they go in the back and this is actually like something that like he really built up is uh they go in the back door or whatever and uh seth goes says oh i know where some candles are once they get in the house and so he runs off and Dwayne hears he's like feels a lot of like cold air and yeah, he's also feels like a breeze on his neck he yeah. hears bones rattling. Yeah, like a bunch of cl- clicking and clacking or whatever, and it freaks him out. And then he cries out for Stephanie, his counterpart, and she's nowhere to be found. That stupid idiot. Yeah, and then he sees some orange glowing light. It's two eyeballs. That's what it's, it looks like. And then they walk, yeah. and it's just it's the candles. It's, it's yeah. Seth and Stephanie with candles. So another one yeah. of those tense moments that turns out to be nothing. He's just yeah. full of those. He is. And uh, and then, like, you find out that the, the breeze was because, like, the window pane was missing. <laughs> so there was, like, basically an open window. Yeah, and the bones rattling are pots and pans. Yeah, hanging on the wall. What a stupid... <laughs> what a dumb kid, Dwayne. <laughs> what a loser. I hope he, I wish like he described him more as fat because it'd be easier to make fun of him. <laughs> it would be. He's just this tall, skinny kid, and that's what fun is that. Yeah, what a loser. What kind of? What's that all? So about? they press on, right? And they after they get the candles, there's like this moment where um, Seth quote-unquote reveals that he's Andrew and he wants to trade his head because yeah. he has to give this head back to somebody else yeah, and he, he wants he to lock him in the in the pantry yeah and, and so they're locked in there he's like I'm, I, I need your head I want your head whatever give me your right? head Dwayne give I me your, your head, head. Dwayne 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 <laughs> so and then, so they're kind of like freaking out, and they find out that this pantry has like a hidden door, I guess. Yeah, like the back kind. wall like slides out when they get to it, and it mm-hmm. leads to a tunnel. Yeah, so they run down the tunnel, and they're run they're running at a full clip there, right? And this whole time, Andrew's chasing, which you know, it actually is pretty intense. And they're talking about how fast they're running, and then they get to the end, and it's like a like a dead end. Right. Mm-hmm. 
So it's like a dead end, and they're like, uh, and then, you know, Andrew's running up to him, and he's like, I want your head, Dwayne. Give me your head, Dwayne. I want your head, Dwayne. <laughs> Dwayne, give me your head. Um, so... Then they find a ladder, uh, yeah, which it's like, is... It's like, a, it's, it's a dead end. It's like, oh no, we're, we're boned. And then it's like, wait, isn't that a ladder? Hey, wait, what not, about this ladder? How do you, <laughs> we've got nowhere to go. Wait a second, there's, let's go up this ladder. Like, oh. <laughs> as oh, though by magic. Oh, silly me. <laughs> a ladder's a way out. I didn't think ladders could escape anything. So they climb the ladder and the ladder falls on, through a wall because it's like, like a crumbling not wall, a crumbling An wall, unsafe crumbling wall. And unfortunately, nobody died when they fell through yeah. this crumbling. I wish wall. Dwayne would have died. Yeah, that would have been an awesome ending, right? And then he could be the new ghost. <laughs> yeah, cool. Dwayne Comac, the idiot ghost. <laughs> he he smashed his fingers under a, a ladder <laughs> and died. And now he haunts this house looking for new, prettier fingers. <laughs> looking for uh, finger splints. <laughs> He's looking for finger foods. Do you have any band-aids? <laughs> Where are my band-aids? I think this is infected. <laughs> Does this look infected? <laughs> Oh, that's stupid. <laughs> but anyway, so, so so this wall comes crumbling down. Mm -hmm. Turns out it's the hidden room that Sea Captain, sir, <laughs> hid, hid the little boy's head in. Yeah. They found the head. This yeah, time it wasn't a bowling ball, it was a head. It was a true head. Yep. And... <sighs> And then the ghost of Andrew comes floating down, being like, oh, thank you, you found my head. So it turns See, out Seth wasn't Andrew. He's just yeah, a, right. he's just a, a just con man. Just a fat, man. ugly kid. He's just a fat, ugly con man, just like Dwayne and Stephanie. Yeah, exactly. He was just trying to fuck with them. <laughs> what a dickhead. <laughs> and it worked. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what? So... The one thing that I did wonder... So that's, like, not necessarily the ending, but that's, like, the big moment, right? Is that this actual ghost shows up and picks up this head. And what I don't understand, right, is that if you have this ghost who just magically appeared in this room... Right. Why didn't he do this, like, a hundred years ago? Right? Like, he can go through walls, obviously, because he wasn't there exactly. with him. He came, like, floating down from the ceiling. And it's like, oh, hey, you guys broke down this crumbly wall. Now I can get in. But it's like, dude, yeah. you just came through a different entrance than we did. Yeah, right. How did you not find this? Like, to me, this whole story is like, you know, when you'd lose something and you'd ask your mom and she'd be like, did you look here? And you're like, yes. And she goes, well, go look again. And then you look there and it's there. <laughs> yeah. It's the same story. It's the same story, but like way longer. And they're like, I can't find my head. And it's like, well, did you look in the sea captain's room that pulled it off? Yeah. Are you sure? No. <laughs> and then you go there and there it is. And then like, oh, hey. Actually, yeah, it's there. Found it. It's there. Never mind. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> Found my head. <laughs> Found my head. Now I can, like, transcend this dimension and go back to hell. <laughs> I can go to hell where I belong. <laughs> now that I have my head. 
they they don't let headless people into hell. Nah, it's gross. Yeah, they're like, it's, no, man, it's too spooky. Come come back when you've got a head. <laughs> no, man, you're too scary. Go find your head, <laughs> then you can come back to hell. You disgusting person! How dare you even show up here without a head? <laughs> Try heaven. See if they'll let you in. Try heaven. They're more tolerant there. Yeah, they're accepting of people. We kind of think you're gross. <laughs> we think you're gross and you're off-putting. We don't want you here. <laughs> people can't just stare at your corpse. <laughs> you sick bastard. Gonna, it's it's going to make everyone uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so they find his head and he can't whatever, and they find out that Seth wasn't Andrew and that he was a little monster just like them and he is actually Otto's nephew and Otto as though by magic shows up out of nowhere and rescues him out of this room and takes him out of the house right and that's like kind of like concludes this portion of the story because they get their fill of spooky shit because they've actually seen a real ghost come and retrieve his stupid head Mm -hmm. so they've seen a real ghost but true to R.L. Stein fashion there's got to be a good twist ending yeah right well, and there really, is. I guess not really a twist, more of like a surprise. Yeah. So they, it kind of goes through and talks about how they like go and join some stupid like band or whatever, and they're like living yeah. their lives not they being. They don't care about terrorizing fat little boys anymore. Yeah, or the neighborhood and putting alive chicken bones in people's mailboxes <laughs> yeah. anymore. Spooky <laughs> so, shit. Yeah. So they're done with spooky shit, but then they get this, like, hankering to go back to the Hill House for one last tour, and then they go, and and who is there after all the... It doesn't really specify how much time has passed between times, but they go back after months. Quite some Presumably months, yeah. And who is there but their two favorite uh, escorts. Escorts isn't the right word. They're they're not sexual escorts, unfortunately. (laughs) They're they're just... they're, They're... Tour guides. Tour guides, that's They're the word. They're tour, <laughs> tour escorts. Tour escorts. <laughs> tour escorts. <laughs> um, so th- uh, it's Otto and Edna, whoopee. And so they go and they do the tour or whatever, and it's all wonderful. And then they, they leave, and they're walking down the, the hill, and a policeman stops them at the bottom of the hill, which, you know, at that point, you should just run. You should just run. cops. Nothing you know? good. Nothing good is going to come of this. Yeah, and the cop says, "What the hell are you two idiots doing?" And he's pointing his gun at him. Just kidding, he's not. But he probably but, should be. But he should be. And they're like, "Oh, we just went and took a tour." And he goes, "There hasn't been tours there in months." Ooh. And then he turns around. Dwayne does, and he looks through the window, and it says something like, "It looked like I was looking through gauze, but I saw." You know, Otto waving at was he waving at him or did he just see yeah, his I lantern? Think, I think they were like staring at him through the window, and yeah. then and then they disappeared. So apparently, Hill House had been closed down for three months because yeah. I don't know they they don't really say what happened. Did it close down because Otto and Edna died, or, or like was like Otto and Edna a ghost the whole time? Yeah, was I mean, it the whole time? Maybe there never was any tours. Yeah, right. Maybe they're just, like, psychopaths. <laughs> Maybe they're just ghosts. Yeah, like, they were just going around and searching this house. Unsolicited, and, like, it's they're not supposed to at all, and there's just ghosts, like, a shitload of ghosts in there. Yeah, but they welcome them because they're bored. 
of all yeah, the other like, ghosts. Yeah, whatever. Like, let's just pretend that this is a place where you can, like, take tours of the house. And we'll just let people in. <laughs> yeah. It's something to do. And that's the story. So that is uh, a brief rundown of The Headless Ghost by R.L. Stein, Book number 37. Yeah, it took us about as long to read this book as we did just describing it to you. Yeah, right. You it's could, a very easy I'm, read. We did you a favor and just kind of shortcutted it for you. So you can just <laughs> listen to this podcast and so now you know, I read that book. You know the whole book. So if you guys have to do a book report on The Headless Ghost... Yeah, right. Just listen to us. Just listen to us, and and then you don't have to. And I mean, part of me feels bad because it's like I gave away everything in this book, but this was published in, like, 1995, so, like, 25 years ago. So you've had a chance to read it. Yeah, you've had you've had ample time. Yeah. So you can't, because, you can't be mad at us for spoiling it for you. Yeah, it took me two hours to read this book. So if you don't, if you've had 25 years and can't spare two hours of that, then you can go find a hole and then just, then you can't blame us. Yeah. You dicks. So I guess we could get into our book reports now and I'm going to give you an F. (laughs) I already gave you an F. All right. Do you want, do you want me to start? Yeah, go ahead and start. So I, I actually didn't fill out the book report. I just did notes. I like went and read the question and just put it in my notes. Oh, that's so, cool. So you you ask me the questions and I'll give you. Okay, give so you my... the first questions are stupid, right? It's like book title, goosebumps, the headless yeah, ghost, I the didn't author. Do that. Yeah, the author is R.L. Stein. The copyright date is 1995. The number of pages is 113 pages. So number two, describe the setting of the story. The setting is in some hodunk town called Wheeler Falls. That's all I got. Yeah. I mean, I kind of so, just spaced my answers off of how much space it gave you on those book reports. Yeah. I uh, I actually, like, wrote a lot because I was I had a lot of emotion after I read this book, and I was like, <laughs> I'm going to tear this shit apart. you were apart. so scared. Yeah, I was so scared that I was like, I'm going to... You well, couldn't mm- sleep, so you just had to do something to occupy your mind. Yeah, well, actually, uh, when I thought about it, I was—I thought about because your mom was my English teacher in tenth grade, uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like, "Man, I'm gonna fill this out like I'm actually filling out a book report, <laughs> and I'm gonna submit it." You know? Nice. So I did that, but I also threw in a lot of swear words and stuff that I wouldn't have done <laughs> uh, otherwise. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the story is set in a town called Wheeler Farms in what seems to be either late fall or early spring. It never mentions directly the time of year, but does mention uh, frozen rain and a hurricane hitting the town at some point. Yeah, and it's cold. They need their their coats and stuff. Yeah, it talks about them needing their coats, so. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And I also... Yeah, I, I mentioned something about how it's probably a small town because, like, the kids, uh, they're, like, running around at night unsupervised and nobody's, like, calling the cops or getting arrested or going to juvenile yeah. court. You know what so I mean? So just, just, like, small town living. Yeah. You can do what you so want I figure, there. Yeah, I figure it's probably East Coast because of the frozen rain. So, yeah, anyway. So, question number three, summary of the plot. What little plot there is. <laughs> the say. summary of the plot are these two punk-ass kids like to terrorize the weenie kids in the neighborhood, but decide to move to greener pastures and find a ghost of their own. So basically they get sick of terrorizing the little weenies and want to go find something scary. That's fair. Which they did. I mean, 
Yeah. Um, I actually wrote a lot in this because I I kind of went off on a lot of tangents, so I'll just read it because I, this I wrote this on like Monday, so okay, <laughs> maybe it. It, maybe maybe it'll be stupid, maybe it won't. Hit me with it. So, so again, I'm writing this as if I'm going to submit it to your mom, who was my actual English teacher in tenth grade. For anybody who doesn't know, Matt's English mom was my English teacher. Um, Dwayne Comack and Stephanie Alpert are Wheeler Farm's most unsuspecting nightmares. Often suspected of being Irish twins, these little shits run from house to house screaming in open windows and putting carcasses in mailboxes, all under the cover of nightfall. Why, you ask? Are they mentally ill? Perhaps they are possessed by something of the depths of the underworld. None of these answers are correct. It's because they are sadistic little hell children that derive unnatural pleasure out of inflicting unsuspected horror on others, often sound asleep. Where are the parents of these two children? Sound asleep. Dwayne went so far as to say that his parents slept through a hurricane when a tree fell on the house. Is that true, or is that because they are trying to avoid the consequences of their own poor parenting? When Dwayne and Stephanie go out looking for more thrills than throwing spiders on a boy's face who suffers from an arachnophobia, and I should have put a fat boy's face because <laughs> it's assumed, right? Yeah, let's assume he's fat, because like, who else would it be? What other option get... is there? <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, fat people are scared of everything, right? Yeah, especially rubber. (laughs) (laughs) Even though all of our clothes are pretty much made of it. (laughs) Uh, It gets worse. Uh, Let's see. They get more than they bargained for in finding one of God's rejected souls wandering the earth in search of his own head. They are teamed up with another antichrist named Seth as they explore endless rooms of a haunted house. And that's you know the summary of the plot. Is there you what go. I wrote. I like it. So okay, so we can go to the and these questions get stupider as we go. But yeah. number four, who's the protagonist, the main character? Describe it's, that character. Uh, it's Dwayne. He's a skinny little brown-haired boy. I think he should have been fat though. Yeah, I agree. Um, I got that Dwayne, I think I mentioned that he's in sixth grade. Uh, he describes himself as tall, slender, and having brown hair and brown eyes. So, and, boring. you know, and I also mentioned in this that, it, you know, a lot of what it talks about is that, like, Dwayne doesn't do want to do a lot of this shit, but he kind of gets roped into it because of Stephanie, which is true for men everywhere. It doesn't matter who you are. You will do some dumbass shit because of a woman. I'll tell you that right now. They'll rope you in. Oh, yeah. Trust me. I'm married, and I know. And Matt's uh, engaged, so he knows, too. They just get a hold of you. Yeah, it's, it happens. So, uh, let's see. Question number five, who's the antagonist? This is a hard one. I didn't really come yeah, up with an answer Yeah, that one's tough because I, I said Seth because, you know, he's the one who's playing the trick on them. Sure. But he's only in it for, like, 20 pages. Right. And and I, I, I said either Seth, I, that there's not really an antagonist, but I, I put either Seth or Andrew the Ghost because... You know, either of those ones could be perceived as the antagonist because they are the opposite of the the hero. But I think that Seth really more fits the role mm. because he kind of comes in towards the end and is the one that, you know, is he's, wanting to kill Dwayne and yeah, he's pull the off one, his head. He's the one playing tricks on them. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt, no doubt. No doubt, no doubt. 
Um, okay, question number six. What are major and minor conflicts within the story? We could have got different answers here. So what's the major conflict? We probably both got the same. <laughs> well, it's hard to say because the major conflict is when Seth wants his head. Right, yeah, exactly. That's what I put. Because the, the ghosts don't do anything to him. Yeah, right. So, I mean, the major conflict is that they see a ghost you know they see ghosts but the real major conflict i agree with you is that they it's when seth is chasing them looking to like swipe his head off his shoulders yeah so it's a pretty big deal yeah big deal uh so, okay so what's a minor conflict that you got uh that ghosts are hard to find <laughs> nice true that's all i got um yeah i wrote this could be when Dwayne and stephanie peel off the Hill House tour late at one night to explore to see if they could find a severed head and they go into a restricted section of the house they get tangled up in spider webs and with feral cats and cannot find the exit so that's like a minor conflict that they run into hmm. okay so question number seven what is the turning point or climax of the story when Seth tells Dwayne that he wants his head nice that's a big turning point you think he's friendly he, but no but no he's not he's a monster he is. He's horrible. He's a horrible pig person. <laughs> um, I actually... Go ahead and just finish your burn on Seth. Oh, I was just going to say he's just a horrible little shit bird. Yeah, he's the he's worst. He's a little weasel. Yeah. And he talks about having, like, blonde hair and, like, light-colored eyes. So he's, like, of Aryan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So he could be Hitler's youth yeah. in some way. He's the very definition so I actually, you know, I agree with you. I think that that is the turning point. Um, I wrote, f for whatever reason, that when they're climbing the ladder at the end of the tunnel to escape and the ladder crashes and then they see the ghost. Mm. Is maybe, but, but, I mean, those those are kind of almost intertwined. In yeah, some they're way kind because, of the same. Yeah. One leads uh, to the other. Right. Okay, so write a mem memorable quote citation line from the story and explain it. Um, I just thought it was funny at the end how Seth kept being like, give me your head, Dwayne. I want your <laughs> head, Dwayne. Like, that's a pretty spooky thing. Yeah. <laughs> Someone just like walking towards you with his arms out being like, give me your head. I need your head. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> I'd be like, please take it. I want to die. I want to. Um, I, I want to die, but I also want to go to hell. So I need my head. Yeah, so, they don't let headless so, people into hell. Yeah, they don't. We've we just determined that. Yeah, so we've, I, we've already established. We've already established that. Yeah. So I actually uh, just turned to a random page and wrote something out of it. Um, and I actually got something that was pretty good. Uh, a frightened giggle escaped my throat. Why do people suddenly start laughing when they're terrified? I guess it's because if you don't laugh, you'll scream. Um, and I thought that this was funny because my wife literally always laughs whenever she's scared. And so I thought that that was like, not, I mean, that's a little bit too sentimental, but maybe it's also because, you know, not that my wife is this way, but maybe Dwayne laughs when he's scared because he's sadistic, you know? Yeah. Or whatever. I just think he likes being scared. I think the term a frightened giggle is pretty hilarious. <laughs> <sighs> no doubt. Um, this one was hard. What is a motif that runs throughout the story? Um, uh, I put, um, oh, I think I just put ghosts. Like, that's kind of the whole theme to the whole book, right? Yeah, right. I, one of, 
I put ghosts, but I also put the, the other, not necessarily motif, but it seemed like whenever they got into trouble, Otto showed up. Mm, yeah. And saved them from whatever trouble they were in. Yeah, good old Otto. Good old Otto. Um, okay, so question 10. What is the theme or message from the story? The message is don't, don't fuck with Hill House. <laughs> yeah. I think ghosts. Not, not only in this, but there's also that Netflix series, right? Have you seen that? The Hill House one? No, I don't think so. Well, trust me, you don't want to fuck with Hill House in in the book or in the show. Yeah. Just steer clear. All right. Uh, not, I'll cut really that out. Nice. I'll cut that no, out. No, you should leave it in. That's good. <laughs> okay. Everyone likes a good belch. I like belches. My wife doesn't. She said I don't. I don't she know does, if anybody though. heard that. Everyone she knows does. she does. She does. She's such a liar. She's a big liar. She only lies. She's full of lies. <laughs> She's full of beans. I wrote uh, that scaring other people because of your own insecurities is never a good idea because ghosts are out there trying to find their heads and shit. You know? <laughs> That's true. We should help spooky things rather than spook other things. Yeah, right? Because there's here, there's this poor headless boy just trying to get to hell. I mean, yeah. And... <laughs> he deserves to go to hell where he belongs. <laughs> so, okay, so question number 11. How does the story end, which we've been through, but would you recommend this book to another reader? Why or why not? Um, I would say no. Just listen to the podcast and you'll get everything out of it that you need. Yeah. Don't read this book. Just listen to us, you fools. You fools. Um. Yeah, I mean... Honestly, like, the one thing that I will give this book is that, like, it was so easy to read in that, like, I never was distracted or, like, what the hell does this word mean? Or, like, <laughs> yeah. what is he trying to do with this? It was all straightforward. And if, you know, and again, this is written for little kids, so that's <laughs> right, whatever. That's, that is one thing I'd say is it's a good one for little kids because it's, like, there's lots of those suspenseful moments. Yeah, right. It's that, It's great. Yeah. Without the the experience that I have, I knew it was cobwebs. Oh yeah, I knew yeah. it was a I bowling told ball. Yeah, could have yeah. told you that from a mile away. I wasn't scared at all. Yeah, I've never been scared of that. But little kids are, especially fat little kids. Yeah, because kids are so stupid. <laughs> they're the I mean, dumbest. They're just the worst. They're so stupid. <laughs> they're so dumb. Ugh. So. Yeah, okay, so actually I was kind of looking forward to this last one. It says list four difficult words from reading and define them. <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't find four, but the one difficult word I had with was uh, the name Dwayne. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a weird name. That is a weird And then the way they spelt it, like, yeah. I, I don't know if there is a, like, if people spell it D-W-A-Y-N-E, like D-Wayne. Yeah, like. Because isn't that how, like, Dwayne the Rocks Johnson's is spelled? Oh, yeah, yeah. But that's that's the thing is like I've never met someone named Dwayne, but every time that yeah. there's someone named Dwayne, it's like Dwayne Wade or Dwayne the Rock Johnson. It's never they never call him Dwayne. Yeah, right. It's never just Dwayne. Yeah, you got to have you got to have the full name. Yeah, right. And in this they spell it D U A N E or some yeah. shit. I wonder like what the proper way is. I mean, I'm sure there's several proper ways, I guess. Oh, sure. Sure For every name. Yeah. Um, so for my four words, I, I just went and picked some out that I thought would be funny. Um, so one I wrote groaned and I actually looked these up in the dictionary and wrote the definition. definition. So, 
So the groaned uh, make a deep, inarticulate sound in response to pain or despair. Uh, I like your I like your style. I like that idea. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna look for those funny words next time we yeah. read one. Our next book, which I actually was gonna say, which is the one you just picked up, uh, the mask one, the haunted mask. Yeah, because right. that to me that's quintessential goosebumps, right? That's that cover is what I think of whenever I think of goosebumps. Yeah. yeah. Be- between Totes. that and I think of like Night of the Living Dummy or whatever, or Say Cheese and Die, but yeah, we'll get to those. Yeah, so that'll be our next one. But okay, so doorknob is the other one I wrote. <laughs> a handle on a door that is turned to release the latch. Uh, bristly, which is of hair or foliage, uh, having a stiff or prickly texture. And then the last one was freckled fa- freckle-faced, having freckles on the face, often used to suggest innocence or wholesomeness. Yeah. So there you go. So there's four words that I just defined that you probably already know. Well, I knew I didn't know the definition of freckle face. Like I, I knew what it was, but didn't know yeah. it was used to portray wholesomeness or whatever. Yeah, there you go. So you learned something. Yeah, we learn something every day. Every you learn day? something every day on Spooky Book Report. Every day. Every day. All right. To end off this podcast, I give you on your book report, Jake, an F plus. Because I like, shit. I like the way that you uh, defined freckle-faced. Okay. That's why you got I the appreciate plus. that. Thank you. Um, on your book report, I give you um, an F. Just a flat F. <laughs> Nothing good? It lacked effort. No, it was good. Uh, I, I actually think that you had more interesting... Not necessarily interesting, but you had more like on point with like plot points and stuff so i guess i should give you an f plus two but you can kiss my ass <laughs> and i suck a dick bud <laughs> <laughs> all right so well. uh on a scale of uh one to spooky this book was really not spooky Mm-mm. it was uh I mean, not suspenseful at times several but times but it wouldn't it's not gonna make me sleep in my mom's bed you know? <laughs> no no definitely not i give it a might make me sleep might make me sleep in your mom's bed (laughs) well actually i'm i'm already i'm sleeping in your mom's bed tonight (laughs) you bastards all right so that's our podcast uh that's all the time we've got uh tune in next time what we're gonna be reading the haunted mask haunted mask if looks could kill am i right oh yeah then i'd be dead because you're so ugly <laughs> i haven't actually haven't looked at you one time tonight because that's <laughs> what i'm worried about you already have a haunted it's, mask it's been so long don't know if i could <laughs> handle it anymore yeah well you don't mind looking at my ass <laughs> okay all right all right adios so long y'all thanks for tuning in bitches bye